Grand Moth Tarkin, I am honored by your visit. Welcome to Grand Moth Talking, <laughs> delicately curated, long-form discussion of the internationally beloved Star Wars saga, tailored to the modern fanatic, brought to you lovingly and weekly increments by the loquacious, <clears throat> yet soothing voices of your hosts, Riley, Jake, Steel Wars, Jasmine, Hello. Isaac, who is the main focus of this episode, I swear. The main character. He's the protagonist. He's the protagonist. Yep. He's the protag. Hey, protag me, and I'll amateur tag you. <laughs> <laughs> oh god no. I know that we're in person but sometimes we still have that Skype chemistry <laughs> uh, so mm. if you're listening in the future or the past you'll realize that we're doing I mean for you it will be the present for you it will be the present welcome but... everyone who's come through Doctor Strange's hula hoop <laughs> <laughs> this is truly the Doctor Strange hula hoop of episodes because we don't know when it's coming out in relation to Petition other stuff we've recorded. for Doctor Strange 2 to feature a scene where he hula hoops with one of his time <laughs> Can we change the podcast name to Doctor Strange's Hula Hoop? <laughs> yes. I don't care. It'd be weird if we didn't. For all intensive purposes, that's what it is. <laughs> Do the Improper grammar. With new name. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Welcome to... Wait, what was it? Doctor Strange's Hula Hoop. Doctor Strange's Hula Hoop. Delicately curated something. He works groups. in the intensive purposes unit. That's where Jake spent all of his time <laughs> yeah, as, a as a child. child. The IPU. <laughs> IPU. Everyone smells I, on that floor. I don't know up. why. So this week, for real, we're talking about a book that Isaac read. Mm. Even though we promised that before and we or actually after. just talked about an email. Or after. And we just talked about an email the whole time. It'll all make sense when it all comes out in phase three. Um, <laughs> but Today we're talking about what, Isaac? The Dangerous Rescue, book number... 13 in the Jedi Apprentice continuing anthology. But this is your third one in the series that you have, or that you've been doing, but did do, and then recently picked up again, is what I probably should say. What's your point? <laughs> I, I don't have one. Okay. Simply grammatical accuracy, We sir. stopped doing these episodes for a while. Is Because uh, nobody listened to You know, to I was thinking yeah. to myself, like, I think it's seriously been over three or four months since my last book episode. Oh, it's been I'm going to say so a conservative estimate. way more than that. Uh, Jasmine, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing okay. You're still here. <laughs> I'm getting here. I'm Can getting we explain there. why the woman isn't talking in this episode that much? Please explain. <laughs> Should we not call her just the woman? Maybe <laughs> the woman. <laughs> I don't know. I have a migraine, and as you can assume, it's really hard to concentrate with these three. A lot the of yeah. Talking. The, the best environment for a migraine is to be around the loudest people in the world, <laughs> doing wordplay all the time. Do we have anything to talk about? Our yep. last last time we, we do. tried we have pod grooming. Okay, last time we tried to do pod grooming, we actually just made a whole episode Did out it, of it and a whole show. I don't think that will happen again this time. But what's I our? I don't think so. What's our pod grooming, Jake? Well, listen. Do we, do we have a theme song for? Pod I don't grooming, think we by ever got one for pod grooming. Did we? Is there a song for "Here Comes the Groom"? Because it could be that. Here comes the groom. Here comes the groom, and I say it's a pod. Now here's the pod grooming. Shout out to the Beatles. I bet. Okay, so this week's pod grooming, as it often does in the past or future. Once again, we don't know when we release these episodes. We set our release schedule to random, to shuffle. I realized that I hadn't seen Star Wars. Nope. Take two. I realized that I hadn't seen Steel Wars. <laughs> two take Jake. He's back. <laughs> <laughs> and 
the same as ever because it still take two. <laughs> Steel Wars hasn't popped up on my Twitter feed in a long time, and I thought maybe it's because they blocked me. I should say he because it's the guy. The so royal I'm going to check part, right the royal now. Steel Wars. The royal him. <laughs> So I'm going to check and see if Steel Wars uh, blocked me. So we're going to find this out on the show. This is, uh, who wants to take bets? Uh, I'm going to bet no. Okay. You weren't blocked. Okay. I want to bet that absolutely this is a morning zoo bit, but I like it anyway. Okay. <laughs> Jasmine? You were not blocked. They okay. don't care about you. Dang. <laughs> and th- Jasmine is right because they don't know that we exist because they are a member of planet Earth and nobody knows that we exist. Uh-huh. And Did- so I am not blocked. He just hasn't tweeted that often recently. Did you think that you had done something to merit a block? Why did you think you were blocked? Because I... Because you tweeted something bad at him? Like I see all your tweets. Here's what we'll do. I mean, this is how... And we can convene here as a group, even though you've already heard our episode that came out a few weeks ago or in the future. Um, The way that we're going to get listeners, because we've been doing this show for a year now, and our listenership has decreased. We started out... In a rebuilding season. <laughs> you know how like you'll have like a rebuilding year, but you start out, but we just like ha- already started with one. Yeah. So we like lost listeners, but I think the way that we're going to gain listeners is by stirring up controversy with every Star Wars podcast <laughs> that is popular. So we're doing the process. <laughs> yeah. We, or just, just call me the process. We have to get rid of any like good hosts on this show. So we're going to start doing good to trade them to Denver for a future second round pick. Yeah. So, I mean, does that mean that we're going to trade like you guys to like, oh, other flattered. podcasts? Okay. <laughs> Do I get to pick? I'll go to another podcast. <laughs> Do you get to go to a more popular podcast or a less popular podcast? I don't know. That's the problem. I want to go to a more popular hey, podcast. Hey, I'll take a decreased decrease role. Podcast. <laughs> I'll take a decreased role, but it just means going to a winner. Here's what I'm going to say. Um, in this episode of Grandma Talking, released on X date 2018. Mm-hmm. Steel Wars probably, is not probably as funny as Grandma Talking. If he yeah. disagrees, he can come on the show. And we're definitely not doing this to get listeners. Nope. Okay, so I think that's it for pod grooming. <laughs> sure. Personal pod business has been taken care of. The PPP. I cannot imagine that a single person bothered to listen past that point. Unless no, they were steel. Absolutely not. Do we dare do a little news gun ray or just forget it, leave it for We don't know time? when this is coming out. By the time this comes out, like Solo will have come out. That's true. Who cares? Star Wars Resistance is a thing that we haven't really talked about yet. We're all excited for the And we cartoon. won't. Yeah, Isaac, you read a book. Well, yep. Let's talk about this book now. The Dangerous Rescue. More like I need to rescue this podcast. More like really the rescue is down it's under. dangerous territory. Taylor. Taylor Tory. cities? Taylor Tory Swift? Anyway. Great Foley work. I'm going to read the back of this. Read the back of this book. We're excited for this book. There's a, uh, let me see if this is a haiku. Peace over anger. Nope, lost it already. <laughs> and, uh, you know, if you're a new listener, every Peace, week we do oh, try to determine on. if something's a haiku. Peace over anger. We're good so far. Honor over hate. Still five. Strength over fear. So five, five, four. Five, five, four. The t- traditional haiku. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's like the... 544, what is this, a Radiohead song? A Norwegian haiku. <laughs> I guess 54 would have made sense. Listen, <laughs> what? I didn't hear that because we I was busy trying to think of a quip. Read it Peace again. Peace over anger. That's not the description. That's the book. That's like... That's well, every... Is, you're just reading the title. Jake, this is kind of like the microwave you put your butter in when it's too hard. And this is kind of oh, softening it up for you. Okay. Wait, who Soft told you and my what I'm about to read butter. right now is you sticking your knife right in that butter and slicing it up and putting your bread and spreading it around and sticking it in your mouth. Now, should I not be putting my knife and my butter and the bread in the microwave? <laughs> so will you please read the description of this oh, book? Read your book! Peace over anger. Thank you. Honor over hate. 
strength over fear. All right. Murder. Hand over fist. On Peace yep. over anger. Please Honor stop reading that part. <laughs> strength over fear. When I read the whole thing, I will. I promise. Hand over fist. I got to get into the... Uh, I've put the butter in the microwave, and I'm going to pull it out. Thank you. You're going to stick your knife in it and pour it on your bread. <laughs> Murder. Kidnapping. Torture. The, uh, These the are all the things you'll find in this children's book. Before <laughs> Wade, James, and Bosch, there was murder, kidnapping, and torture. Oh, God. Wait, what? <laughs> That's seriously the first three words. Murder, kidnapping, torture. <laughs> Jenna Zan Arbor will stop at nothing in her quest to discover the secrets of the Force. Hyphen. And use them for her own power and greed. Full stop. One Jedi <laughs> remains in her dangerous grasp. And a whole planet is being held hostage by her sinister plans. Only a single team of Jedi stands in her way. Ellipses. <laughs> it does say like murder, kidnapping, and what else on the back? Torture. And torture. And then on the front of the book, it's important to know, it does say scholastic. And this book is for children. <laughs> the True last, enough. The last book had Qui-Gon being tortured the whole time, right? If, yeah. In like a pantagram by the Satan machine. Yeah, by the Dr. Evil EX Perryman. Do you say pantagram? I said <laughs> fantagram. Okay. There are four ellipses. Is, Stop that, is getting that correct? Off track. Like, I thought there were just three ellipses, but I there's I thought it was four. supposed to be three. There's a supposed period, to be three. There's a period, and then they did ellipses. Wait, is that... Oh. They did yeah. a period, and then they did this has to three be, ellipses. Uh, that is resolved. shameful grammar that scholastic should Didn't The Last on. Jedi have four? What are you talking about? I believe... Four main characters, of course. Four ellipses, I believe. In what context did it have four ellipses? In the title crawl at the very end, I believe The Last Jedi had four ellipses. Ryan Johnson... There have been some allegations uh, about you that have come out in the podcast network. Come on the show and defend yourself. I got to look it up now, so I'm if not a liar. If you don't, we're going to be forced to do an impression of you on an elongated, not funny bit that we're Before going to Star do Wars. next week. <laughs> or last week. Or it's hard to say when this episode is going to come out, or if it will. Maybe we're going to do a twofer. Who knows? We might try. We're going to try to do it. And then you take happens. a look at those ellipses. There's four uh, of them. Consult the tape. Ah, ga, ga, ga. Ryan Johnson, go to grammar school and not pass because you didn't. Go to Andy grammar school. How does that happen? It must be that both ways are correct, right? Because I don't know how that no. happens in that movie. How do, they, how do they do that? What happens is that Kathleen Kennedy is illiterate. <laughs> she only she knows how to spell Abednet. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we have a hand. Took one Google search. Okay. Seems like a lot of work. When, Way more yeah. than we would do, when typically. When four are used, the first dot is the true period. Mm. When the ellipses coincides with the... Coincides with... Con I think you said it right. I think it's I optional. I thought it was... I had a Kentucky accent slip in there. That's why I A little bit myself. of Kentucky. Kentucky. Coincides. Mm -hmm. <sighs> Backstory. <laughs> Enriched her character. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Use three periods with a space before each... Before each following a sentence period, that is four periods, with no space before the first or after the last. I don't know. Did Ryan say, Johnson it sounds like this Google too? doesn't know Google how to use correct grammar either. in describing grammar. No, so, yeah, I think so too. Anyway, we read the description of the book, I think is where we ended up. Oh boy. <laughs> we have two minutes of a usable Oh no, we, we can leave in the ellipses discussion. This sure. is true, you talking you two to me territory, like... <laughs> This is going to be like the titular act on baby episode. Yeah, it might be. I think the last two episodes have been that way. Talk about your butt. So, um. Do we need a brief synopsis of previous books? Like what? Just like. Can the synopsis be re-releasing the previous episode 30, on the same day? <laughs> yes. 30 seconds Mega or less. Megasode. 30 seconds or less. Tell us why they why Qui-Gon needs rescued. Uh, Qui-Gon was. So Qui-Gon got captured by an evil doctor 
who gets people sick on purpose mm-hmm. so that she can make lots of money off of selling the healing agent, a.k.a. the... Uh, antidote. Antidote. Thank you, buddy. And so they tried to get her, but the uh, Diadly Hunter named Onanobis um, <laughs> captures Qui-Gon and gives her over to the evil experimenter. And now we have to go rescue Qui-Gon because he's been captured. And with Obi-Wan Kenobi... With the help of his friends. Did you just say Obi-Wan Obi-Wan Kenobi? Kenobi? Yep. Sticking by it. Anyway, they're rescuing Qui-Gon. Yep. And it's dangerous. <laughs> it's dangerous. Let me tell you something. So in the last book, Qui-Gon didn't escape by giving like an impassioned speech about the Force? No, he to chose to stay behind for a reason I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Listen to our last episode and you'll remember. And then, yeah. Let's listen to it real quick. Sure. Oh, buddy, buddy. Um, So... We're introduced to two new characters in this, and the best part is, is one is Adi Gallia, and one mm. is a character you've never heard of before. Now, who's Adi Gallia? You said that like it was a thing I should be... You should know Adi Gallia. She's in the Clone Wars. I'm showing you the picture on a podcast. She's got like tentacles coming out of her head, but she's not... She's human, I think, and it's just a hat. Oh, sure. Okay, I know She was person. on the Jedi Council in episode yeah. one. Does she die in Clone Wars, the cartoon, I think? Like, her and Stassa Lee are basically... They, yes. They look the same. They, I, it's not racist. They're the same alien. One of, them, I, one of them dies in Revenge of the Sith, and one of them dies in Clone Wars. Oh, Stassoli dies yes. in uh, yeah her. I think Adi Gallia died in Clone Wars. The fact was that we can't tell them the apart is normal and not racist. I think what it is, they couldn't get the same actress, and they just decided to make a new character. But yeah. it this looks exactly racist. like the old person. <laughs> so is that not what happened? No. You think that all? I, I know Wikipedia. They've been separate characters forever and ever. Okay. Well, there you go. Well, whoa. Let me say show. something about this cover. Let me jazz explain you something. <laughs> oh, was... jazz explaining. Oh, play the song. It's back. We played the song. Can we play the we played the song? Can we play a song after we play a song? No, no, we can't. That was the whimsicalest of laughs I've ever heard protrude from your mouth hole. This was in the. Halcyon days of different lightsaber colors besides blue, green, and red. And purple My if favorite Deer window. Hunter album. Adi Gallia always had a red lightsaber in, in Legends, and I liked that. But there's this, orange on the cover. This feels red well, orange to me. It's supposed to be red. If Crayola is any indicator. She has a sunset lightsaber, and I don't care who knows and it. And there's a mystery third character with a purple lightsaber. Ooh, and it's not Mace Windu. Will blow her mind. Your mind. Our mind. Whose mind will be blown, and is it Mace Windu? Everybody's. It it's I'm, some, like, pouty-faced <laughs> white girl. Who is that? Pouty-faced? Oh, I thought, you meant to, I thought you meant to say. Do you in think my I head, meant to say powder? Yes. I, I didn't. Thought you, thought you mispronounced powder face. I meant to use the English word pouty. She's a real powder face. Everything's pout, butter face. Butter face. <laughs> <laughs> so, this mystery third character is a character, it's Adigalia's apprentice. And her name, if you're familiar with the Apple line of products, you might be familiar with a name called Siri. And her name I is thought it was going to be iPod Nano. Yeah, because she's from Nano Tucket. <laughs> is there a character Kato named... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obi-Wan can Nano be. Whoa, okay. We're so... getting close. Oh, We're going to land eventually. <laughs> it's spelled just like Siri from the phone. Zune Gunray. No. No? All right. Don't forget Zune to stay and neuter your gunray. Zune Hako. <laughs> Oh, Zunhako is right there. Who is that? And why is he right there? The guy standing next to him in He's Phantom Menace. Is standing he next the, to who? He's the guy. Gun Ray. Isn't he the guy who Palpatine says, don't let this slime in my sight again? Yeah, that's dope. That's okay, dope. so then he gets replaced by Rune Hako. 
Rune. <laughs> I thought they were. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Gofine gets replaced by Rune. Gunray and Hako okay. seemed like BFFs, and I think Dufine was just like mysterious third party who got. Like, he was the stunted slime. He was the stunted slime. The and titular Hako, stunted slime. Hako, by the way, is that racist? To call him stunted slime? Yeah. I mean, when an alien is racist to begin with, is it racist <laughs> to call him a racist name that doesn't apply to their race? Yeah. Then yeah. Okay. So about this book. Isaac, you're kind of getting off track here. <laughs> you see, that's ironic, buddy. <laughs> ironic. So uh, they're called in. Siri and Adigalia are called in to help out Obi-Wan Kenobi because- And who are these people? Oh my god, they're Jedi. Jedi! With lightsabers. And what's a Jedi exactly? (laughs) No. (laughs) What's a Jedi to you, Jake? Why aren't you talking about your (laughs) book? I'm hearing some nice beard scruffle from the mics. So they have to go rescue Qui-Gon, and Astri is somewhere. I forget where she is, too, but she's gone. Oh, I think she got injured. Oh, yeah, she's at a hospital. (laughs) Jake? Oh, yeah, I was in hospital sometimes because I okay. had actual health problems in real life. Huh. <laughs> if you're looking for sympathy, you won't get it here on Graham Off Talking. I know. You made it through it. You're fine. Yeah. I hope I die before the next episode. So you have to feel bad. <laughs> if you do, I'll cut that out. How, <laughs> I'll feel too bad. How late, how long of a life do you have to live to where we could feel guilt-free about you dying of natural causes? That's a great question. I mean, I'm 26 now. I mean, I think until you're 60, it's like, ah, oh, it was too soon. Isaac, we we got a little backstory on the old one. We know the characters, the dramatis personae. The Pardon? amount of ellipsis acceptable, according now, to Google. is this, first off, good book, bad book? Fun to read for or a children's book. book. Okay, fun to read for You know what I did? Book. Speaking of headspace, I put myself in, in the headspace of a child. I was imagining, like... What little eight-year-old eyes would think of this book? And I would have loved it because it was a fun story. I think that's thinking back to the last two books too. I think these are all fun books. Eight-year-old Riley loved that series. Yeah, it's fun. Eight-year-old Jake. and it's one of those books too where it once again did that thing where like some sequences are shortened, and it's definitely this way on this where you think of like a elaborate plot and like we boil it down to just the basic elements of like they happen to be a key in his pocket. That oh, let him in the door. That absolutely like, happened. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. That stuff happened again where like they found like a random dead person in the street and I think like Qui-Gon was like, it must have been Janice Ann Arbor. It could only have been Janice Ann Arbor. And everyone's like, I agree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, well, if you haven't listened to the previous Jedi Apprentice episodes, which you should, much of these mysteries are based on coincidence and yeah. happenstance. Yeah. My favorite part too is like part of our dramatic reading will be something that I was kind of surprised they bothered to like go into detail on this part, but there was something previously they didn't go into detail on. It was um so this kind of gets into the plot of the book where in order to what they have to do is infiltrate Jenna Ann Arbor's like doctor Uh-oh. lair. Oh. And in order to do that, we're introduced to uh, some old friends. The the book literally refers to them as the three chuckleheads. No, they are you serious? Yeah, that is. That I forget is a patented joke. That we I forget made where it 20 is. Twenty years after this, book when came I find out. it again, amazing. One day, like they, there's literally a point where they call them the chucklehead. Oh, I. There's only like fifty yes, pages. Okay, happenstance. Happenstance. Open the page. The exact page. I happenstance to open to the, <laughs> the page. Did you happenstance open the page? I happenstance open the page fifty-two with a. Yes. Okay. First dramatic reading. Obi Wan closed his eyes. Their names wouldn't be Cholly, Wheeze, and Tup by any chance. Should I remember have, these guys. Should we have people playing characters like we do with our yes. dramatic readings? I think we should. Um, well, we got. Or is sh- there enough? Or is there not dialogue? I'm just gonna read one more sentence, actually. Okay, well then, okay. start over. Sounds like okay. a load of hot trash. 
Obi-Wan closed his eyes. <sighs> Their names wouldn't be Charlie Weasentup by any chance. That was them, the pilot chortled. What a bunch of chuckleheads. Wait a minute. Did chortled. He th- chortle? Or did he chortle? And this is very important. In the Bible. Now. Rachel is the only <laughs> use of C8 <laughs> where the cha sound is used. Bottom page 52, like three quarters down. This is page 37. Turn to page 52, chucklehead. It's definitely Chortles. This is my favorite Pokemon. You and Ryan Johnson's wrote a screenplay together. <laughs> He can have the punctuation. You can handle the pronunciation. Handle. Listen. The main point is that there are chuckleheads in this book. Yes. That they stole from us. I love that. They stole from us even though we started reading these books before we came up with that bit. Yeah, but still. And it's possible that we came up with it because of the second book, but we forgot. We don't know. So back to, uh, back to what kind of gets us into the plot. Um, oh, okay. So... Um, in order to get to the secret lair, Adi Gallia comes up with a plan to Trojan horse Genazan Arbor. And so they employ the help of Wally, Charlie, and Tup. Sounds right. <laughs> the and titular so, chuckleheads. The titular <laughs> chuckle and Tup. Anyway, so they, uh, they're going to Trojan horse their way in there. And I guess the, the three chuckleheads, they've gotten into a life of crime. And so they're, so they're going to Trojan horse their way in there. <laughs> And they're the the three chuckleheads are gonna deliver like guard droids to Jenna's Ann Arbor, and so that's kind of cool. Like when you're a kid, like this is kind of how I guess you might be. You know, you'd probably give a book report on this book, and the teacher would be like, "Oh, so it's like a Trojan horse." And the kid's like, "What is that?" I mean, first then, they'd be like, "You read a Star Wars book again," <laughs> but then they'd be like, "Oh, it's a Trojan horse." <laughs> yep. And the teacher gets an opportunity to sit in front of the class for five minutes and say, "You see." I watched Monty Python and the Holy Grail once, and they did a send-up of that, and I'm pretty sure that's kind of what they were talking about. And so <laughs> so they're going to Trojan horse their way in there. <laughs> and, okay, so we got the part. Okay, so now, now that they've Trojan horsed their way in, they're trying to think of a way, like, so what next? Because usually, so the Jedi are going to be in the boxes, I guess, that the droids are in. Box seats. And, yes, box seats to the big old game. <laughs> yep. And so the the guys are like, you know, Jenna Zane Arbor likes to program the droids herself. So we're going to deliver these to her and she's going to open the box and you're going to pop out like a jack in the box, the restaurant. And you're going to hand her a cheeseburger and she's like, hey, Jedi with cheeseburgers, what is this? If only I could eat smells. McDonald's bill? <laughs> I, what I like about our show is it's easy to follow what's happening. <laughs> we cannot in good conscience call this an EU episode. <laughs> We don't call any of them that anymore. Yeah, good listened. point. Hey, <laughs> keep up with the times, Isaac. What 2018? So they're gonna Trojan horse their way in. Good. And do so, they? Well, the thing is, the whole entire th- reason I was bringing this up was the fact that they're gonna Trojan horse their way in, but they rolled any plan beyond that <laughs> because you know how usually like there is a big planning stage before the action kind of like an ocean's 11 mm-hmm. absolutely there's a whole plan like that's they trojan horse their way in in that movie you know some people would say that the best part of ocean's 11 was the formulation of the plan not the plan itself you know what a lot of people say that and they're right i agree i like I'm... when they trojan horse their way in i love it it's great so but the thing is they're like, hey, she's going to program the droids herself. What, what's your guys' plan? And so this is where we drop in. Um, what about programming the droids, Adi asked. 
Did Zan Arbor already give you instructions? Weez shook his head. She's going to program them herself. Offer to do it. Make something up, Adi suggested. Then sabotage them in some way. Better for us not to face 20 attack droids. And so that's kind of, that's the summation of the plan. That's a solid plan. Was Adi some- saying. She's telling do something. the three notorious chuckleheads, come up with something. That is good leadership. You know why that's Delegate. you know why that's good because that way the author didn't have to think of anything. <laughs> she left it up to the characters. He left it up. To I the remember. Characters. Can I like brief sidebar to I, when I was like I, like middle school age? I was really into the show Twenty Four, and so I thought novelizations based off of the Twenty Four show. These must be great because I love Twenty Four. <laughs> they did like their own like books that were their own little missions of Jack mm-hmm. Bauer, and there was ex- this exciting thing. Where Jack Bauer was imprisoned within like the Central Terrorist Unit, and they just cut to after he had already escaped and never explained how he escaped. And even as like an eleven-year-old, I was like, "That that's not very feels good. like cheating." <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like if I was reading this after I read that twenty-four book, I would have started to think that writing was bad. In general, One just on say. the whole, all writing, all writing, based on this novelization of a twenty-four. All show. writing, not all right with me. Hey, not all writing. I think all right, all right, all right. <laughs> what happened next? Do they? they so like, they had to form some. They kind formed of plan. some kind of plan to take the droids out of action. Did they succeed? Um, the chuckleheads. How no. does the book end? Well, <laughs> I'll bookend the podcast with the account of how the book ends that's a good plan that's how you talk on radio so there really wasn't a plan they just kind of like jedi the droids like jedi usually do they like jedi to them yeah they cut through them like butter they're not really a challenge after they put them in the microwave <laughs> if you're listening earlier to a joke you know. <laughs> if you're listening to a joke earlier butter puddle <laughs> butter puddle i hardly know her <laughs> She's a real butter puddle. Everything's <laughs> great. Butter puddle. <laughs> okay, so this brings me to one of my first dramatic readings because while Adi and somehow I kind of forget, Obi-Wan ends up like trying to find Astri at the behest. Is behest mean you want someone to do something or not do something? Yes. You want them to. Oh, at the opposite behest of Qui-Gon and Adi. Uh, Obi-Wan goes out to try to find Astra because she's in the hospital somewhere. Oh, yeah, there was also... We're introduced to the Sorusian, like, people in this. And the only trait they're given is that they don't like strangers. Hmm. And it's one of those things that doesn't end up serving any purpose in the book. It just ends up, like, the f- like the three encounters they have with the Sorusian. It's like, he talked to him, but the Sorusian pretended not to hear them. <laughs> and then eventually the Sarusian just acknowledges them and we move on. So there really was no point to the Sarusians, I think, being like afraid of strangers. But so there was that. And so we end up at a hospital. And I think Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan was just kind of guessing that she was at this hospital, but she ends up being there. Sandy. Sandy. I said, that's handy. Oh, he said Sandy. I'm like, Sandy. No, that's handy. Her name's Siri. <laughs> that's Siri. So this kind of brings us to our uh, first elongated dramatic reading. If you say Siri a bunch, is your phone going to turn on? That'd be funny. Siri! That'd be a funny bit. Siri! Jake and Jasmine, decide amongst yourselves what the roles will be, but read page 38 and 39. Is there a narrative? The whole, all, all pages? Is there a... Um, read it. 
need a narrator. A narrator? Oh, yeah. Mm. Why didn't I bring multiple Riley copies of this? Uh, yeah, I... Hold on. Come, yeah, yeah, actually. Be the narrator. I'll be the narrator. Okay. You be the narrator. Riley be the receptionist. Riley be the receptionist. I think there's also a Siri role. Maybe I'll come over for the Siri role. Nope. <laughs> hey, my book, my role, bucko. I don't know who I am. Am I Obi-Wan? You be Obi-Wan, I be the receptionist. Okay, you're receptionist and you're the narrator. Why don't you try? Obi-Wan asked. You did so well earlier. Siri gave him an irritated glance. Obi-Wan walked ahead to the reception desk. I received a message from Evo Muna that Astri Arte was brought here for treatment. The Cerussian clerk behind the desk said nothing, just continued tapping on the keyboard. Obi-Wan leaned over the desk in frustration. He spoke clearly and insistently. My friend is hurt, and I must see her. The clerk looked up at him warily. What did you say your name was? Obi-Wan Kenobi. A spark of recognition lit the clerk's blank gaze. Ah, uh, I was told to expect you. Please see medic right on Lou. He's waiting for you over there. Obi-Wan saw a short, slender Ceresian standing by a pillar. He wore a med smock and carried a small data pad. Obi-Wan and Siri hurried over and Obi-Wan introduced himself. Oh yes, Astriado, sad case. We do not know how she received her injuries. The Ceresian doctor said gravely. Let me check to see her status. <laughs> he pressed several keys. Ah, she has regained consciousness. That is a good sign. I must see her, Obi-Wan said. Of course. For first, you must fill out registry information. All foreigners must do so on Saurus. You will have to go to Wing A, level 27, room 2245X. Astri is in Wing M at the opposite end of the complex. After you fill out the information, you can ask for directions to her room at the registry office. Good luck. Siri muttered. But that will take too much time. Obi-Wan objected. I need to see her now. Why don't I fill out the papers while Obi-Wan visits Astri? Siri suggested. Would that be alright? Rai and Lu looked uncertain. It is not procedure. I've come so far to see her. Obi-Wan said persuasively. And she's been badly hurt. Alright. Ray Unlu said, looking around furtively. But don't tell anyone. I will take you to Astri. Your companion can follow signs to Wing A. There will be signs to the registry office from there. Siri nodded. Good luck, Obi-Wan. I will come to Astri's room as soon as I am finished. Siri strode off, and Ray Unlu beckoned to Obi-Wan. This way. Alright. Wow. Now, in doing that round of greeting, it was hard to understand the context of what was happening and why. Basically, like, they had to go through, like, medical, like, like, campus red tape to go to her, like, visiting room. It's kind of like you go to, like, visit your your great uncle at the hospital and, like, oh, we need a visitor's pass. Or more likely, someone visits me, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> I love that dramatic reading. That, that was, was a lot of fun. A, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. I guess like all being gathered around the same microphone, like Bruce Springsteen and his band. I wish we could have gotten a picture of that. It was really I was thinking the same looking. thing. It was really funny looking. I like how the book started out with, like, we're going to Trojan horse him, but, like, just figure out what to do. Has but... any phrase in our show ever been used as much as Trojan horse? Nope. For, for me personally, I don't know. <laughs> but we spend two pages on them going to, like, the receptionist desk at a hospital. 
and trying to like go to whatever room wing she's on to I, go to her visiting room or yeah that so that's what they what jude right jude watson yeah, decided jude hey jude jude law decided to write jude, that in instead of a plan make it jude bad. law emma watson had a baby named it jude watson <laughs> congratulations take a bad book and make it better Reading Rainbow. Hey, Jude. It was a joke. Okay. And the important thing is what happens next in your book. <laughs> Good. Tongue noises into the microphone. Were those both Glad we're not wearing headphones. It is a lot of back and forth trying to just... They end up getting Astri out of the hospital. Oh, yeah. It was also kind of interesting in this book when they finally get Qui-Gon out. Remember, like, how part of her evil experiment was to suck his blood out? To, like, understand... The Force, right? Yeah. Okay. And just, like, for emphasis, Astri Dodo, or Otto, or whatever, is, like, a restaurant worker, right? Yeah, she's a restaurateur who ended up, like, caught up <laughs> in this galactic conflict. She's <laughs> daughter of restaurateur. That's right. Because she's bad at cooking. Dee is the one. Yeah, he's the one who's still in the hospital, recovering from spicy wounds. I forget now. <laughs> But yeah, because Astri is making her sauce too spicy. She's the source of that line, so she can't be that great of a cook. And so, Good yeah, God. we get her out, and then... But yeah, but Qui-Gon's force abilities have been diminished because, I uh, guess... blood reasons. I would assume so. Maybe just because he's weak? I guess like anything else, like... What a pansy. Sometimes Dave Filoni will uh, talk about midichlorians and kind of use a Bruce Lee analogy. And I guess if you suck and out Bruce Lee's... it's always great to hear that same analogy repurposed. If you suck out half of Bruce Lee's blood and then make him fight people, I guess he wouldn't be as good. <laughs> I feel like that's true of everyone, though. I feel like there was no need to make it Bruce Lee, and that Dave Filoni is weird, but I believe that he says it. I always love when I leave and I come back and I have no idea why you guys are talking about something. And hey, I, me and too. Then, and then later I get to listen to it. It's fun. It's a fun little surprise. I'm not being facetious. I like it. You're not being fishy fish? F I'm not being fishy fish. What's fun is when a joke from my Spot childhood between me and my friends, it gets to continue into a podcast for no reason. What joke is that? Fishy fish. fish. Is that really a joke? Yeah, my best man, Timmy, did not say fishy oh. shish, and he said like fishy shish. No, that's <laughs> I said fishy fish? Fishy fish. Shout yeah. out to Tim. Shout out, shout out, shout to, out Tim. to Tim. Tim, good people. <laughs> I like Tim. I like Tim, too. Tim, too. Tim, point two. The sequel. I would say have him on the show, but he doesn't listen, and I don't think he'd say much. Also, doesn't good he call. live like five hours away? Good. Another good call. Okay. Welcome uh, to an episode of Good Call. Technically, everything is five hours away from where you live, Riley. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I'm just stating geographical facts. <laughs> Did we finish the book while I was in the bathroom? Oh, hopefully. Well, no, no. Here's the thing. <laughs> Oh, um, no. Is it a cliffhanger again? Give us do the they, main do they rescue Qui-Gon? I missed that part. Well, that's not really that big a part of the book. That's just kind of the first thing <laughs> okay. that happens. Even though it was the main thing. It is the called the, the Dangerous Rescue. Yeah, where this... Was the rescue that dangerous? Let's uh, get that. Answer. Well, was there a rescue? Dangerous-ish. I mean, there was droids that they didn't have a plan to take out because <laughs> Adi was like, figure something out on your own <laughs> butt cheek face. And... Butt cheek face. I love everything but cheek read face. Your, no, go ahead. Read your texts. <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, the the real thrust of the book is like Jenna Zane Arbor is up to her old tricks again, and she has created a, uh, on this planet we were at, like the Ceresians, Um, they end up like making a, uh, making a virus again, and only she has the antidote because that's how she makes her money. And so all the women, or not the women and the children, the children and the, the old men people too? are dying. Oh. 
Attack of the Clones prequel memes. Yeah. Um, sure. <laughs> yeah. One tack of a clone. Wow. Attack of a clone. One tack of a clone. <laughs> I was Turn do... into a certain week. <laughs> I was going to do another dramatic reading, but because it, in my opinion, was the best part of the book, but it wasn't really that great, honestly. Oh, it was God. just kind of about like Adi Galia. Back to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Adi Galia and Qui Gon are talking about like what's like so great about their Padawans and whatever. Like, oh, sometimes you can see the flaws in yourselves through your Padawan, and that's why I'm so hard on him. Because it, it's it's funny, like the characterization of Qui Gon, especially in this book, like he's kind of harder on Obi Wan than he is in the movies. He, he's there's actually literally like within one page where he's it describes him saying something tersely twice. I remember you telling me that like a couple times he was like, you are the reason why your mother left. <laughs> he was like a real mean guy. I like that about those books though. Yeah. Because I do, I remember Qui-Gon peeing, being peeing. Yeah. <laughs> I remember Qui-Gon being kind of a jerk to Obi-Wan in this series in the beginning, especially because he kind of didn't want they were kind of forced together, I remember, in the beginning. He'd be like, I didn't sign up for this. He kind of didn't. Like, he was kind of forced to take Obi-Wan. He, he wasn't really, but forced to take Obi-Wan as a Padawan. And uh, I thought... Forced pushed together. I thought that it showed maybe why Obi-Wan is also kind of a weird jerk to Anakin in, like, Attack of the Clones. Because <laughs> he kind of, like, he doesn't treat him like a friend or anything in that. He, he kind of talks down. Yeah, he talks down to him all the time. And maybe that's just what he learned. From I mean, you guys should, he should punch up like us. Punch up. At weddings. I don't know why you bother. Nothing's ever good enough for you. I don't care. It wasn't like that. Or the parentheses for that song, the no, 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 no. Yeah, it was, because it starts out right. What's happening? We're talking about Punch Up at a Wedding on No, 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 no. favorite radio album. I know this song. I just don't know every single second I don't think that's the subtitle of the song, and I'll tell you what it is. The Bony King of Nowhere. Nope, that's there, there. It rhymes. I just played that song the other day Boom. in real life. The Boney Keen of There, There. Oh, my God. My version of it that I have doesn't have the parentheticals. What a load of trash. Let's please finish up with this episode. Yeah, I think we're done, right? Is that it? So they... Addie Gallia rescue... Or she doesn't rescue Qui-Gon, but they're talking? Yeah, they're just kind of talking about their apprentices, and it, it kind of was like it kind of explained why Qui Gon was being so hard on Obi Wan. He's like, but, "Hey, I see a lot of." But them. how did they find Qui Gon? I thought he wasn't rescued. Did they rescue him? Yeah. Oh, well, you said he, they didn't. That was kind of like you know what this was like. You know, in the movie Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. The third sure, Star Wars I've seen. I've heard of it. Yeah. Kind of like how the first act is them rescuing Palpatine. Uh huh. Take out Palpatine and superimpose Qui Gon into all of those scenes, and you have the first act of this book. Does Qui Gon ever go? Yeah. At any point in the book? <laughs> it's implied. <laughs> it's implied. Subtext, but it's there. So they it's do all... rescue Qui-Gon. How did they rescue Qui-Gon? The, it was the, the Trojan horse. So that plan did work. The plan that wasn't really a plan. Yeah. Oh, my God. And so they just lightsabered their way through there. The whole plan B. And then they got Qui-Gon out. And you know what was like really Earlier you said they didn't rescue him. Here's, yeah, hold on. Did. This reminds me of one uh, thing. Well, the rescue wasn't really that dangerous. I think that was kind of the, okay. the deal. There was but a rescue, but it wasn't There was dangerous. this like unexplored thing in the book that I kind of liked. There was another Jedi that was like kidnapped as well. The Genesian Arbor was uh, uh, doing stuff Shocking to, blood. evil experimenting on. Mm. And like she made some passing comment about like him like cutting himself off from the force or like something to that effect. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. 
That's why the last, it's the last Jedi. Yeah, and like Qui Gon was having a hard time like picking up the guy he sent in the Force, more or less. <laughs> but yeah, there's like another Jedi, and this guy, this Jedi also had like left the Jedi Temple, and he just like went away to meditate on a planet, and he took up the hobby of like making toys for children. And he is was he just... an elf? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his name was Buddy. Elf the Elfman. Oh, his last name was Elfman? Yeah. D- no, D apostrophe Elfman. Elf the Elfman. Like did Vincent he, Did he write a lackluster score for Justice League? And also everything else in the last, like, ten years? Is this an indictment on Danny Elfman as if this episode has become? Here's what I'm going to say. Ever since right. Spider-Man 2, he's been sleepwalking. Hmm. He released, like, a symphony Sleepwalk with that me. I like. Mike Birbiglia. For some reason, your distaste of Mike Birbiglia has stuck with me. Like I think every time I hear Mike Birbiglia now, I'm like, Jake came down hard on him one time. I've heard that name so many times, and I have no idea I think who he is. Told- I've heard he's a huge jerk. First of all, oh really? But I- he's also just like really bland for me. I don't think there's anything interesting about him. I don't know anything about him except I've heard his name before. Sleepwalk with his face in my fist. You know what? Sometimes I like stand up comedy and not be laugh out loud funny. I just like it to be. You like it to be a U two song. Yes. Did we even talk about your freaking book? Yeah. Okay. The thing is, it all ends up okay. Well, what happens at the end? Jenna Zan Arbor and like her co-conspirator, it literally says they go to jail for the rest of their life. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> Space jail. Why does nobody listen to our book episodes? They're so focused and good. Let me just read a random excerpt. Qui-Gon took a placid sip of tea. I have no idea who you mean, he said, his eyes twinkling. I pictured him Kermit memeing. There's the, uh, that's the end of the book. That's all you need to know. A placid sip of tea? He took a placid sip of tea. I don't know that you can take a placid sip. Take it up with (laughs) Qui-Gon. So I genuinely regret getting up at 6 a.m. to finish this book before today's podcast. <laughs> Maybe for a fun one. We had a lot of fun. It was fun. Oh, man. I could have just read the Wikipedia. I, I might just Isaac do that for book fun. 14. Um, are you going to continue that or are you done with the Jedi Apprentice series for a while? Next. I'll probably do Yoda and the Dark, the Mystery of the Dark Rendezvous. That's right. Ah, I'm excited yeah. to hear Remember, about that Remember like, when we got like really into like reading more E like old EU stuff we're like and then it yeah. didn't happen man we're gonna read so much we're gonna read three EU books a month personally and then we realized that it takes a long time to read a book mm-hmm. yeah and now here we are here we yeah. are broken and beaten I read the book I said I was gonna read did I read a book you're you were gonna, gonna talk about Jedi Re- Order, Land- you? you're gonna oh, read Lando right. I read the first Lando. one of those I read Lando Jedi Order. that's right um, you're gonna read the whole new Jedi Order I was going that's to. like 13 so books or something well, I mean, if you do a book a day, that's like two weeks. Book oh, a day. <laughs> Keeps the girls away because you're a nerd. I'm already married. I don't care. Okay, that's it. We, we did it. Thank you, I Isaac. Oh. I love that book. I love the way you just drank that water. I love the book, too. Um, Is that it? Are we done? Yeah, let's this get into This has been delicately KOTOR. curated. Let's get into KOTOR two weeks previous <laughs> to you listening to this. I mean, <laughs> whatever the next thing is. Uh, this has been delicately this curated long form discussion, <laughs> discussions of the internationally beloved Star Wars saga, tailored with modern fanatic, brought to you lovingly weekly influenced by loquacious ESC, the voice of your host, Isaac. And the rest of us. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. The rest of us were here too. Trojan. Yep. Trojan horse. We're going to Trojan horse our way out of here. Yep. Bad. 
Okay. Oops, I wasn't recording. We got that. Ah, nah. Good bit. Good bit. Cool treats. Yes, exactly. Uh, <laughs> exactly. I just spilled water. This water bottle sucks. <laughs> I, I splashed myself in the eye. It's gotta be that bottle. Yeah, it's the water bottle. <laughs> Boy. They make them really hard these days. Like, hard to use. Yeah. Literally the water hard. water doesn't come out in Try to punch this way. thing. It'll hurt your knuckles. <laughs> okay. Ooh, this well. Bodie, well. Rook. Bodie! Bodie Gallet will know the truth. The truth. Um... <laughs> <laughs> do you get Forrest on the podcast? Hey. Do you think he would double check? Like, if we got in, in touch with him and his agent, what do you think that? they would do their due diligence and find out if we actually had listeners? They would not ever take Andrew's our no. call. They'd never take our call. Uh, what was that tweet he had? Allowing me to inhabit the character or something oh, like yeah. that. Oh, oh my God. That was yeah, crazy it was really weird. Remember that Postal Service ripoff Owl City? <laughs> what? That was Ben Gibbard, right? Oh, it was not. That's why it was so shameful. Oh, it was the Postal Service was not so Ben Gibbard? The Postal ser- Service was Ben Gibbard. Oh, yes, it was. Al City, Al City was, was, Al City was a rip off the Postal Service. Al That's Boy is a platformer coming to Nintendo Switch this fall. Al You're- Roker is, is a really a man. bad guy. <laughs> really? <laughs> no. America's Sweetheart. Is he doing stuff now, too? No. Wow. Double. F- <laughs> Double Cheeseburger. F? Double Fine. Entertainment. Papa John's. Good. Good company. <laughs> Bill. No, <laughs> no, not Phil, Phil Spector. Phil Blard's <laughs> name. Uh, guy from Double Mind. Tim, Tim Spector. Tim something. Thompson. Tim Schaefer. Ah. Tim Schaefer. This is a real thing in real life, and we I promise we're gonna get to your book. That Tim Schaefer and Phil Spector. I don't know why you actually mix them up in my brain. <laughs> you do. They're nothing even remotely They're alike. very different. They're very different, different people. Not one thing in common. I think they're both white. Yeah, that is true. What's going on with your book? Yeah, please talk about your book. Is it like GIF and GIF? Oh, don't get me started. What's the correct one? Uh, in my mind, it will always be GIF. Me too. Me too. It's not a J. Nope. Simpatico, bud. GIF is for choosing moms. I don't know what you are talking about. Hashtag peanut butter challenge. Is this the peanut butter challenge? Simpatico. (laughs) We did it. (laughs) This is the worst. None of this is usable. I have not I have no, not drunk for, to drop. For real though, I don't care what people I, I don't care what people say. I hate when people say GIF. I hate it. I want it to be GIF. It's GIF. It's GIF. GIF. Give the gift of gifting. Anyway, you don't give gifts to gifts to people. You give gifts to people. So it's a it's a it's a gif. Anyway, Isaac, talk about your book. Why don't you try? Obi-Wan asked. You did so well earlier. Siri gave him an irritated glance. Obi-Wan walked ahead to the reception desk. I received a message from Evo Muna that Astrid Otto was brought here for treatment. The Ceresian clerk behind the desk said nothing, just continued tapping on the keyboard. Obi-Wan leaned over the desk and frustrated. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You have to be on the microphone. Well, you know what? 
Wait, we'll start over. Let's start over. You have to be on the microphone. Ghost narrator. Ghost narrator whip. Why don't you try? This is killing me because Obi-Wan's like 10 years old. I know. He's supposed to be like... Please keep doing that. I'll just like pitch it way up. Oh, okay, so good, it okay, sounds like okay. an Obi Wan impression pitched way up. Okay, it'll leave this in. It'll be hilarious. Okay. No. Okay. A spark of recognition lit the clerk's blank gaze. Ah, uh, I was told to expect you. Please see medic right on Lou. He's waiting for you over there. Obi Wan saw a short, slender Ceresian standing by a pillar. He wore a med smock and carried a small data pad. Obi-Wan and Siri hurried over, and Obi-Wan introduced himself. Oh yes, Astriado. Sad case. We do not know how she received her injuries. The Ceresian doctor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I can do a different point. I thought, it was, I thought that everyone was introducing himself. Oh, that was so great. Okay, I'm going to try again. Do a different voice, but that was so funny. That's a-